Welcome to another episode of What's the Play. Today is August 10th, and today we're going to be talking about the AFC, AFC South and continuing our little episodes of covering each NFL division, talking about each team within the division. Yep. Just in time for the 2021 season. Yep. A little under a month away. First, we're going to kick it off with the reigning champs, the Tennessee Titans. They last year went 11-5 and five behind Derrick Henry, just running over and bulldozing every single person. And guess what? That's not going to change. This year, they're projecting nine and a half wins. Yeah, I don't think they added anybody significant, right? Mm, well, actually, <laughs> they added a few significant people. Just a couple, Julio Jones and Bud Dupree. I feel like they're kind of big guys. And then... To the side, they added Josh Reynolds, Janoris Jenkins, and Kevin Johnson. But let's talk about the real key difference. Bud Dupree, oh. psych, <laughs> Julio Jones. Do you think Julio Jones really makes a big impact within this team? He should. But do you I, think he I will? I really hope that Julio doesn't turn into like a... I hope we don't start saying, like, I wish I remember when Julio was on the Falcons and he was really good. You know, I still want Julio to be really good. Yeah. Because he didn't really go out on the best note last year, and if that's the last year that he was really good, that would be disappointing. You know? Yeah. So I want to see him still be, like, dominant and, like, really, really impressive. I project this team going 11-5, and five, which is still a really good season, but I don't see them adding more wins. I think they'll hit the Vegas over, but I don't think Julio is going to be a difference maker on this team. They already have A.J. Brown. I think Julio is going to be the number two on, on a run-heavy team. Yeah, I think A.J. Brown will be the number one. I think he makes their ceiling a little bit higher. Julio? Think, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that this team is kind of similar to the the Bills that we talked about last time. Yeah. They're not as good at this point in time. Like, they have more to prove. But I think that the real test for the Titans is going to come once they get into the playoffs. Yeah. So, I do think they're going to make the playoffs again. I'm not too concerned with what their win total sits at. Uh-huh. But I think their real test, like I said, will be in... December and January. Yeah. So some people that they lost on the receiving side, Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and Jonu Smith. I think Julio makes up for those three guys combined. So like I said before, I don't think it really moves the needle that much. It just keeps the needle at it as what it was. I think that, yeah, they have solid replacements at all those places. And it definitely, I mean, obviously, Julio being on your field. I mean, it takes the pressure off A.J. Brown and definitely Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry will still face, like, 12-man boxes, but maybe at, like, a less percentage, you know, if that maybe. makes sense, a little yeah. bit. Uh, obviously, their defense, they're, they're all right. What are your thoughts on the defense? I think the defense is... It's like a, it's pretty middle of the road, but I could see a world where if everything works perfectly, it's really good for this year. You know, like I said, it's kind of one of those teams. They just need to see if they can really elevate themselves and take that next step up and get a couple good breaks this year. And I wouldn't. I mean, if you told me the Tennessee Titans won the Super Bowl this year, I wouldn't say it's likely, but I wouldn't be shocked if it happened. Yeah, some people they lost on defense was Jadavion Clowney, Malcolm Butler, Dory Jackson, Desmond King. Yeah, I think a Dory Jackson. A Dory Jackson is really the only one that is the other three. Yeah. Eh, but you're you're gonna miss him a little bit. Yeah, I do think getting Bud Dupree helps that team. I think they needed a pass rusher from last year. I mean, I think Jadavion Clowney didn't do much no, other yeah. than just being another body that's athletic. Mm-hmm. But as a pass rusher, he didn't do much. 
Yeah. Uh, the draft. They got Caleb Farley and Dylan Radnews. Radunes. Yeah. Radunes. Yeah. Caleb Farley is already dealing with injuries. Mm-hmm. Coming into the draft, he was the biggest knock on was injury, so that's yeah. not helpful for them. Uh-huh. Uh, but overall, I don't think this team changes much. I think they're run first, run heavy team behind yeah. Derrick Henry, obviously. Yeah, uh, safe bet. Yeah, and then they're gonna th- Ryan Tannehill's competent enough to get it to AJ Brown, and Julio, and well, then, he's competent enough to uh, do about thirty bootlegs per game. Yeah, and throw to AJ Brown and uh, Julio Jones. Yeah, what do you what are your thoughts on their O line? Their O line is kind of the same as it has been for the last three years, which on paper is not impressive. But on the field, I mean, so far you can't argue with the results. So until until proven otherwise, I'm going to say they're fine. Yeah. Uh, they got Taylor Luan back from yeah. his season-ending injury, so that's going to help a bunch. A top, uh-huh. top tackle in the league right now. And then I agree with you. Looking at their other positions on the O-line, nobody stands out, but they're all dogs. You know, they're all yeah. get in your face and make you hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think – You're probably hoping that Verdun's – Beats out and wins the starting job. Yeah. And then, you know, you might have something there. Yeah. Uh, do you think Derrick Henry is the best running back yes. in the league right well, now? Well, running back, yes. So I was, I'm was i going to agree with you. Running back, yes. As a weapon, different for me because I think Christian McCaffrey See, receiving. I would say Alvin Kamara, but. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I would say Christian McCaffrey for me, but. Alvin Kamara, there's no, I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. But as a running back, I do think Derrick Henry, and that's not to say he's not, he doesn't catch balls. He catches a lot of balls, more than people think about, mm-hmm. but he that's not his specialty. Right. Uh, but he is amazing. and he might break 2,000 yards this year. There's a good chance he does. He'll probably Barring for, injury. Well, he's, you can automatically throw in about 600 yards against the Texans alone. Yeah. Um. The Jaguars and the Colts are so also aren't probably going to stop him very much either, but I don't know. So I mean, Der- Derrick Henry is just like, I mean, at this point, he's like probably the most unstoppable player in the league, wouldn't you say? I would like, say Aaron Donald. Offensive Offensively, ball, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're like Tyreek, who you just can't keep up with. Yeah, well, that's I guess that's a little bit. It's different. different. What I was imagining. But he's ball just, in your hand, probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then, does it worry you that they've ran him so much, and he's 27, not not old at all, but he's not the young buck he used to be with all these carries he's been getting? Does that worry you? I would say not yet, because he started off pretty slow as a, as a young player. Yeah. Like, he didn't get a ton of carries, not only at, with the Titans, but even in college. I mean, he didn't carry the ball like 30 times a game at Alabama. Yeah. So, he doesn't have a ton of tread on his tires, um, he's going into his third year in a row, though, as like the unquestioned number one bell cow running back. Yeah. So maybe ask me going into next year or the year after that if it continues. But for now, I don't think so. I think you just continue to ride the hot hand until you get any evidence that you need to change it. Okay, next question. Their offensive coordinator left for the Falcons head coaching job. Thoughts on that? They hired a in-personnel guy, so hopefully the personnel doesn't change or the offensive scheme doesn't change, but having Arthur Smith not there is yeah. definitely different. I think that Arthur Smith is probably – I mean, he's going to be hard to replace. I think that against the bad teams, it'll look exactly the same because yeah. it's not like a really complex scheme. It's Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, 
play action and then more Derrick Henry. Yeah. You know? Um, like I said, in the playoffs, it's going to be – that might be, like, one of the deciding factors whether or not they can get creative enough to, you know, win on more plays than that. But, you know – it's going to be one of the things they have to figure out. They got better with their personnel probably on offense, but like you said, is it going to really improve without their offensive coordinator? Yeah. My thoughts on it is that no problemo, you know, because yeah. kind of like you said, this is probably the easiest offense to run. It's not like Andy Reid where they do a ton of motion or like Kellen Moore where it's just super fast-paced. It's slow and steady, run in between the tackles. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, throw to A.J. Brown and let him score a 70-yard touchdown. Like, it's not rocket science mm-hmm. compared to some of the other offenses that are complex. Yeah. And most of the players in this system are veterans within the system, and they kind of know what they're doing already. Like, there's not a lot of young bucks. Mm-hmm. I think the newest guy is Julio, mm-hmm. and he's 31. I'm sure he knows how the NFL works by now. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say about this team? Um. It's an exciting team to watch. I like them. I think they're one of my... I mean, I wouldn't say I'm rooting for them per se, but... Watching a team like this being this physical is fun. Yeah, watching Derrick Henry do what he does is cool. Also, they get bonus points for having the best player podcast in the NFL right now. Oh, yeah. If you count, you know, they have one player on the team at the moment. The other guy's a free agent, but... Yeah. It's a... yeah, you know, I, I give them bonus points for that. I think Taylor Wan's pretty funny, so yeah. I'll root for him a little bit. And he tries to fight people like Josh Norman. Yes. Love that. Got got always tip your cap to that. So, um, other than that, that's I mean I don't know. I think you have I think there's a lot of reason to be excited. I just um, you know, we need to see him do it. I think for me coming going into last year, I was a little skeptical mm-hmm. and now I'm pretty confident that they're going to be good. Like, I think their floor is high, but I don't know how high their ceiling is, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then Ryan Tannehill, obviously, has kind of shown out and proved all of his haters wrong. Do you think he can keep on doing with that, or do you think he falls back to the Dolphins level player? I think as long as he remains to be... As long as, as, long as Derrick Henry is going to be as effective as he is, then he'll be fine. If Ryan Tannehill starts to have to do more than he has been the last two years... Then he probably won't look as good. Yeah, now, I don't think that's a hot take, but yeah, I agree with that. As of now, I think he's. I mean, ideally, you don't have to rely on him, so it's fine. Yeah. Last thing, we move on to the team. I just thought about this, and there are some teams that if one player gets hurt, other than the quarterback, they are just screwed. And I think this is one of the. If Derrick Henry gets hurt and he misses five, six games, they could be out of the playoffs because of that. You get yeah, what I'm saying? I agree. Because I think if Derrick Henry isn't there, I don't. I I like Ryan Tannehill, but like we've said, he is kind of the rollout. Let Derrick Henry clear out the open space and throw it AJ Brown short and let him run. Yeah, for sure. Uh, do you want to say anything before we move on? Uh, I think I'm good. Okay, let's move on to the next team. Playoff team last year barely squeaked in, went 11 and five. The Indianapolis Colts. So their projected wins, I think it was about a week ago before the Carson Wentz injury, I haven't checked it yet, is 10 wins. Mm -hmm. And my projected win total is all the way down at 7 wins. Because I have Carson Wentz not getting back until week 8, and I think they lose most of the games without him in. You know, I think this is a team that is going to rely on the run a lot. And especially without Quentin Nelson, and I don't know how good the offensive line is going to be. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, really bad timing. Yeah. 
they should probably get another quarterback other than Jacob Eason. Or Sam Ellinger. Brett, Brett Hundley, Sam Ellinger. I mean, not a good look there. Yeah. Um, and then... Wide receivers, I'm not a big fan of their wide receivers. Michael but, Pittman, I think, is good. Yeah, I like Michael Pittman. That is all, though. Yeah. I think that the, the Quentin Nelson thing is really the big deal, honestly. Yeah. Because without... Without Quentin Nelson, this is like a good-ish offensive line. Yeah. With Quentin Nelson, it's like a top ten unit at the very least. Yeah. So, I just think if you take away Quentin Nelson, then the running game isn't as isn't as productive as it was, and that's wouldn't it wouldn't be big, as big of a deal if just one of those guys was hurt. But you know they're not going to have much of a passing game with Jacob Eason yeah. or anyone else, but on their current roster. And that would be not big. That wouldn't be as big of a deal if you still had the O line with Quentin Nelson and the run game that you would have along with that. Yeah. Now without both, it doesn't look good mm-hmm. because they don't have any proven playmakers at this point. Even Michael Pittman, who had a couple good moments last year, I mean, it wasn't that many. <laughs> like, yeah. So you're going to be relying on guys like T. Y. Hilton and Jack Doyle. And just, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, that's about it. Yeah. So. Uh, I want to say one more thing about Carson Wentz. Obviously, they just traded for him. And I think when they traded for him, people thought he was going to go back to that MVP level when he had Frank Reich as his offensive coordinator, where he's really good and he's going to be able to carry the offense a little bit and do what he does. But what if he doesn't? You know, what if he is what he was last year for the whole season? I mean, last year he wasn't good at all during the season. What if he's just that? It's going to be a bad offense to watch because mm-hmm. they are going to run a lot with Jonathan Taylor. And I like Jonathan Taylor, but I don't think he's that guy like Derrick Henry or Saquon Barkley or Christian McCaffrey where – just because you have a good O-line and a really good running back means you're going to make the playoffs. I think they're going to need a good quarterback. Yeah, I think Jonathan Taylor like really uh, impressed a lot of people last year when he you know, put up like 300 yards on the Jaguars and everybody yeah. was like, wow. But I think he's probably closer to like Raheem Mostert than he is, like you said, like Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So I think you just need to temper the expectations there a little bit. Yeah, and then we can move to the defensive side of the f- ball. Uh, headlined by Darius Leonard, he just got paid. And then DeForest Buckner, last year they got, which DeForest Buckner kind of shocked me how how at how good he was. It was I w- didn't have high expectations, but when he came in, he was surprisingly good, and it helped this defense. But how good is this defense really going to be? I mean, they they have a good solid foundation. They're not. They're definitely going to be a top half defense, but I don't. I just. They definitely are. Are not. They definitely are, but I don't know how highly they get up there. See, I think they're right around that fifteen to twenty range. Because like even their stars, like Darius Leonard, DeForest Buckner, those guys are fantastic and they're really good at what they do. Yeah. But they're not necessarily like it's not like we're talking about Aaron Donald or Prime Von Miller, or even like. Bobby Wagner or yeah. like, like it, Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner, they're both run stoppers who can do a little bit of extra stuff, but that's where they make their money. Well, I think they make plays, but they're not playmakers. 
Yeah. You get what I'm saying? That's a good way to put it. And they're they're coached really well, yeah. which is why a lot of these guys who aren't like impressive names still perform well. But outside of that, I mean they lost a lot this offseason. They they're, lost they're just, Justin. I just don't think their ceiling is very high on defense. Yeah, you know they I mean? lost Justin Houston, Danico Autry, Anthony Walker, Malik Hooker. None of those guys really stand out. But when you lose four or five starters, it's like, oof, oof. Mm-hmm. Like, where, where are we going to find those people to play? Yeah. Sure, you can get undrafted free agent. He's probably going to be just as good as Malik Hooker was. Yeah. But are you happy with that? Probably not. I guess a good way to put it would be they have their stars at the most middling positions. And what that means is, like, the most replaceable positions, like slot corner, free safety, or strong safety, excuse me, the defensive tackle, are all positions that you could kind of go a little bit cheaper on. That's where their best players are. So naturally, their ceiling just isn't as high. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm not with the crowd who's calling Darius Leonard the best linebacker in the league. I will concede that he's very good. Yeah. Probably top five to ten linebackers. I think he's top five, top three. But I'm not going to argue with you with that. Because I don't have a list. I think Bobby Wagner still... Off the top of my head, I would still take Bobby Wagner, um, Fred Warner, Eric Kendricks. I mean, there's a couple. But regardless, he's still very good. Yes. So I have them going seven and ten, and the projected wins was ten. What do you have? Do you think they're going to hit over or under 10? With the injury, I would say under. I do too. And I don't think they make the playoffs. I think they're real close before the injuries. They might they'll pro- well, they probably will get hot if they can get everybody healthy back by the end of the year, but yeah. it might be too late. I agree with that. Especially if it's more like 12 weeks and less like 5 for both of them. Yeah. Because they have the same exact injury. Yeah. And then one last thing before we go, I didn't bring up Quiddy Pay. I think he's another guy that fits in that defense, which is kind of like DeForest Buckner. He's not going to have like 15 sacks, but he's going to have like 7, 8, 10 sacks. And that's good, but it's not that difference maker you want on your team. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Anything else before we move on? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Let's talk about the Houston Texans. And if I had to put them in one word... I would say they're awful. Yeah. And I all of my projections that I have for them is without Deshaun Watson because I highly doubt Deshaun Watson plays. Uh-huh. If I could describe them in one word, it would be dog water. <laughs> I mean, that's a good way to put it. They are horrible, dude. I don't think Deshaun Watson plays, and even if he does, I don't know if he plays on the Texans. I know there are fielding offers, and there weren't fielding offers, and he's just trying to get on the field, but I don't know if he still wants to play for the Texans. There's a lot of questions, so I just put my projections he's not there. Last year, they went 4-12. and Their projected wins are 4.5. I have them going... Zero and seventeen. Really? I really, if Deshaun Watson, isn't I just playing, feel like this, we're gonna. I think we're gonna see Deshaun this year. I think he's gonna make the commissioner's exempt list and just doesn't play at all. At all. I just feel like the odds are he gets on there at some point and they beat May, the Jags. Or okay, something. okay. I don't think so, honestly, because right now with the legal situations, he might not even be able to play. And then once he figures that out, the NFL has to give him a suspension. 
Yeah. I mean, unless they just don't give him a suspension, which would be well, mind-blowing. I mean, he could play while they await the, the legal trials. But I think they put him on the exempt list. Maybe, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because of the legal trials he's going through, is yeah, kind of heavy-duty. It'll be weird. It, I mean, we've seen it go both ways. Yeah. So. I and then uh, their strength of, strength of schedule is ranked 15. Doesn't help them. Yeah. It doesn't let them do. It doesn't give them any any favors, right? Yeah. And then besides Deshaun Watson, I think they only have like one real good player, and that's Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. I mean, other than that, does anybody on this roster stand out to you? Um. While you're looking at that, I'm gonna just look at their notable acquisitions because I think at every single position they have five journeymen that could start on most teams or like a few teams. But they're going to have them at each position. So notable acquisitions, Tyrod Taylor, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram, Rex Burkhead, Chris Conley, Alex Eric- Erickson, Marcus Cannon, Shaq Lawson, Malik Collins, Jordan Jenkins, Christian Kirksey, Kevin Pierre-Lewis, Camus Grieger-Hill, Joe Thomas, Terrence Mitchell, and Desmond King. That's a lot of players they well, acquired. I mean, yeah, because they they didn't ha- they don't have very many good players. So yeah, I would say. I mean, it's tough because their roster. Not all these players are bad. It's just the lack of anyone better than these players. Yeah. So like, I think that um, Justin Reed is good. Their safety, I think, he's pretty much the only notable guy in their defense. If yeah. I'm being honest. Um, on the other side of the ball, I mean, they have Brandon Cooks who, honestly, hopefully his for his sake, is not there all year, especially yeah. if Deshaun isn't. But he's good. Um, yeah. Their offensive line is probably the best one that they've had in Deshaun's career, unfortunately. When he's not playing. Yeah, so there's that. Um, but other than that, no. There's nothing about this team that inspires confidence. I think that they're doing the best with what they can. This is probably the low – like, I don't even think it's close – to the worst, like I don't think the the team image as from an organizational standpoint could get any worse. Like they've traded all their good players, yeah, when they didn't need to, yeah. Um, they haven't provided for Deshaun Watson. He wanted to leave, yeah, and then he was like, well, and then everything else happened with him. So it's just it's just not good, you know. I mean, it, there's yeah. nothing, there's no positive outlook to this. It's kind of a sad team that's hard to talk about. Yeah, it's but gonna be a, yeah, it's going to be one of those rebuild. teams where I'll turn it on just to see how they're kind of like taped together with like glue and like just kind of like molding this team together. And I think honestly, this defense might not be awful. Do they have a pass rusher? No. no. Should their linebackers be all right? Yeah, sure. Should their secondary be okay? I kind of like some of their secondary guys. Like, mm-hmm. um, who is it? Desmond King. I like Desmond King. And I think their secondary might be all right. They, yeah, they have Roby too. But I also think their offense might go three and out. Like every, every single drive. Yeah. Which coming from a Tyrod lover, I like Tyrod. But there's only so much Tyrod can do as a quarterback with Brandon Cooks as your best wide receiver. Mm -hmm. And if Brandon Cooks plays, he's usually hurt most of the year. You know what I'm saying? And then the running backs are atrocious. You know, they have Phillip Lindsay and David Johnson and Mark Ingram. If most of those guys got cut, I wouldn't be surprised. If David Johnson got cut, I would not be shocked. I mean, I think they're solid. They're not horrible. 
Yeah, but none of those guys you want to start. The rest of the team, no one is impressive. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. I think the whole team is atrocious. How about that? Okay, that's fair. (laughs) Compared to like normal NFL teams. Yeah, because I mean, most teams, even the worst ones, like what's what's a really bad team you can think of? The Jaguars. The Jaguars at least have like an aspiring young quarterback. Yeah, and like some young players on defense. Yeah, and like they have a chance. You know, mm-hmm. to at least even if even if they're not good, they might have like a moment. I could not see a world, especially well without Deshaun Watson. There's no chance this team does anything this year that inspires any confidence out of anyone. Yeah, and you know who we haven't even talked about? J.J. Watt. Their stalwart on defense for the past ten yeah, years yeah. is gone. The only guy who was like enjoyed being a Texan. Yeah. He got released. Yeah, I think it was mutual. No, yeah. I and agree. it was probably good for both of them, but mm-hmm. he's gone, yeah. and they have no pass rush. I mean, sure, they have Shaq Lawson, but as your number one pass rusher, how good is he really going to be? Not very good. That's what I'm saying. Also, their draft was awful. Their first pick was like in the third round, and they took Davis Mills. Yeah. Like, if you have a third – if your first pick is a third rounder – Sure as hell shouldn't be a quarterback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even if Deshaun Watson, like, there's a one percent chance Deshaun Watson stays, you don't take a quarterback. No, you don't. You know. And then uh, the other guy I kind of like is Nico Collins. I think he might turn out to be their best wide receiver. Yeah, I guess. But that's not saying much. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I think, like I said, most of these guys might... Like Rex Burkhead, I think he could get cut before the season. No, 100%. I think most of these guys get cut. I will say, I'll give credit to the incoming GM, Casario, and their incoming head coach for being in the worst situation in the league. They did a pretty alright job to get veterans in there, which is pretty much all they could do. Yeah. Is find like guys who have kind of been washed... Or don't nobody else wants them and like will you guys just come in and at least be not the worst player on the field? Yeah. And you know what you just said I really liked because most GMs I think coming into this they would just let their team be bad. Yeah. Right? They wouldn't sign anybody so and they like just kinda this, like take it. Yeah. But they did try. I mean, yeah. Sure, they just Sean Watson requested requested a trade, and this is all they had to provide for him. Yeah, which is not much. Like but said, at least they tried. Is, this team is at least at the bare minimum, assuming that they're going to trade Deshaun Watson at some point, they're at least two years away from even being snipping the playoffs. Yeah, contenders at all. So, so at four and a half wins, you think it's under at four over. and a half wins? I probably wouldn't make the well. I think if it was the lowest. If we find out that Deshaun Watson isn't playing at all, yeah, that's definitely I'm, under. This is what but I'm going Deshaun, off. Deshaun is good enough to make me hesitate, so I probably wouldn't make the bet. Okay, well, I'm I'm going off if Deshaun Watson doesn't play. I have them projected at zero wins, <laughs> yeah. which is that irresponsible of me, probably. But at the same time, when you look at you're trying to pick your games and you see them playing the Titans or the Bucks. It's just easy. Like you don't even have to he- like you don't hesitate. You just click them. You know, you just click and then yeah, you're well, like, "Wow, this is easy. I'm well, just picking against the Texans else, yeah. and I feel pretty good about it, you know?" Well, it's one of those things where are the are there is there a good chance they're going to win a game at some point? Yeah. Are you going to pick them to win any of those games? No. No. That's what I'm not. saying. Yeah. Exactly. Especially with the 17 game season, they sh- should have no reason to go you know, winless. Yeah, I agree. But could they? Yeah. 100%. There's a there's a chance there's a chance they could. 
Yeah. First ever 0-17 <laughs> Uh, Yeah. Do you want to say anything, last words about them before we go? I'll say no. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Let's talk about the last team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars. Obviously had the worst record last year, 1-15, and, and then went out and got them a shiny new piece. You know? Carlos Hyde. I'm kidding. Obviously, Trevor Lawrence, number one pick, the kind of like forsaken fruit that, you know, mm. everybody wants. You're like, oh, that looks good, but only one team could take it, you know? And they took them. Yeah. Their projected wins by Vegas is six and a half, and I have them going five and 12. So I see them getting much better, four more wins, but not hitting Vegas' record. Yeah. Six and a half, do you think that's over or under? Six and a half. I would go under on that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if they ended up like seven and nine, but I wouldn't put. I would have bet it to happen. So their strength of schedule is eighteen. So not doing them any favors, but it's not rough. You yeah. know, they got at least two wins. Yeah, coming against the Texans. <laughs> good point. Good point. Uh, what do you think their play style is? Because on offense, there's a lot of new pieces, and even on defense, there's a lot of new pieces. And yeah. mostly through the draft. Uh, offseason wasn't special. I mean, Carlos Hyde, Marvin Jones, Philip Dorsett, mm-hmm. old Tim Tebow, Malcolm Brown, and Shaq Griffin. The yeah. best piece is probably Shaq Griffin, but I don't think he's doing much on that defense. I think that this is tough. Their offense is definitely going to get the most eyes. Uh, I think even if their offense isn't as good as their defense is, that's where the fireworks are going to be. One way or another. Yeah. So, like, if their offense is a complete dumpster fire one week, you're going to be like, well, chalk it up to the, the rookie, you know. Rookie quarterback, yeah. Uh, Trade him. If he's good, if if they're good, they're going to be like, he's the, he's <laughs> the new Peyton Manning, yeah. you know. Next Andrew Luck. Yeah. Nobody, the defense is, like, middling. It's, like, between, it's probably going to be between, like, the 15th and 25th best defense in the league. Yeah. I think could be better, could be worse. I, like I said, I don't, I don't know. In particular, honestly, don't care. I mean, yeah. I, the defense is not going to carry this team. It's probably also not going to hold them down too much. I just don't think overall they're very good. It's a very young team, so they very have lots young. of room to grow. Which is why, like I said, you're, it's much better than being the Texans because you have a lot of aspiring young guys. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they're good right now. Yeah. So, let's talk about their defense real quick. They had C.J. Henderson last year, but there's some controversy with he doesn't want to be there, but they're like, oh, da, da. I think he plays this year for I him. think he's good. Because, well, yeah, I think that's the problem, that he's good, and but he was like, oh, yeah. blah, 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 if, the, if the Jaguars stuff. trade him after one, like, just trade, the, just get rid of the team. If that's he, what I'm saying. Yeah. I think you I think he stays. Yeah, okay, yeah. But the bigger question mark was their other first-round pick, Chase on. Yeah. Do you think he grows, and do you think he gets better because he's kind of heading down the bus path? You know, he kind of kind of got a fork in the road. Which way is he gonna take? Be good or be a bust? I don't know. They don't even have him listed as a starter on this website. I'm looking I know. at, but I also don't think this team helps him much because yeah. if he's on the field, he probably gets the most attention as a pass rusher. Oh uh, no, Josh Allen well, definitely gets uh, the most attention. I mean, as a linebacker, that's what I meant. Wait, is Josh Allen listed as a linebacker or a D-end? They're both the same position. Oh, linebacker? Well, edge rusher, yes. Okay, yeah. I'm just, yeah. Okay. So, I guess I would say, I think I think Chason and Allen are actually pretty similar, whereas they both have athletic upside. Yeah. 
that's both kind of where they hang their hat is they're kind of like freaky, you know, quick, you know, athletes. Not necessarily like finesse players. But I think they're both kind of struggling to reach their ceiling. Allen is obviously better. He's done more in the league. Yeah. But Chason has similar issues where, like, he's just kind of, like, I don't know. He's, like, good enough to be promising but not good enough to actually be good, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know where I don't know where I stand on him. He needs to get on the field more and do more, I guess. I think so, most players should do that. To this point, honestly, yeah, he looks like a bust, if that's what you're asking. Is there any other players on this defense that you're like, oh... Miles Jack is very good. Definitely Miles, their yeah. best defensive player. One of the most underrated linebackers in the league. Uh, the rest of the defense, outside of like C.J. Henderson and Griffin... Not very impressive. Probably going to be replaced at some point, but that's okay. Yeah, I do think this defense gets better because of how young they are. Obviously, they'll grow and they'll develop. They do have, like we said, they have a lot of rookies and second-year players on the team. So Yeah, but like you said before, let's talk about the offense because that's what's really going to get the eyes. Yeah. You think this is going to be a pass-heavy or a run-heavy team? Because they had James Robinson – but then they went out and said, hey, Travis Etienne, how about you join your old college buddy, Trevor yeah, Lawrence? Uh, I think that was, that's was that got to be just like a Trevor Lawrence pick, right? Would uh, they have made that pick if if they were picking, I don't know, if they picked Zach Wilson at number two? I don't think Probably so. Not. I don't think so. so. But I say that more as, okay, we have Travis Etienne, we have James Robinson. Let's run the ball. Or do you think they look at it and like, oh, we got a gunslinger. Let's throw the ball. And good wide receiver corps. They have DJ yeah. Chark. Uh, LaVishka Chenault. I mean, Marvin Jones is still good. He's okay. You know? As a deep threat, yeah, he's fine. And then they have Tim Tebow. He might make the roster. Hasn't got cut yet. There's a chance. We don't have to talk about him, though. <laughs> Get rid of him. Uh, and, and then their O-line is actually kind of good. Yeah, it's not horrible. I would say they should... I would say they're going to be more of a pass-heavy offense. Because they're going to be down or because of their... No, well, that doesn't... That, that helps, <laughs> yeah, but... I just think that that's kind of what the skill set indicates. You know, Travis Etienne and James Robinson are both good receivers. Yeah. Etienne's probably going to take that role more so than James Robinson. Um, so I think him, plus, like you said, DJ Chark is really, I think he's really good. Um, Marvin Jones is solid. And then they have, you know, LaVisca. They got Colin Johnson, who had a little bit some last year. A little year. bit. And their tight ends are horrible. But that's yeah. okay. So I think they're... Overall, they're probably close to a 50-50 split, but if I'm picking one, I would say pass-heavy offense. Okay, so you think it's going to be a balanced team? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. Uh, I'm not in love with the new coach, Urban Meyer. I don't I don't believe in the whole Urban Meyer in the NFL He thing. reminds me a lot of John Gruden. Yeah, I could see where that. Where I think he's a – so far – I mean, he's very early into the process, but if he's anything like John Gruden – Horrible general manager. Yeah. So pretty bad at putting the team together. Once he gets the team together, I think he's going to be okay at coaching them up. Yeah. And getting the most out of them. But it's just going to be hard when every year you're drafting a running back in the first round or yeah. a defensive tackle with the fourth overall pick. So I do think he's a player's coach and he's kind of larger than life type of coach yeah. compared to Robert Sala and Bill, Bill Belichick. Yeah. So I think from the outside looking in, like, oh, that's a cool coach. Like, he seems really good. But then when he's in the locker room, he's like, hey, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, you kind of 
take the reins and you kind of do your own thing. I don't know how much he's really going to be giving this team. Yeah, I agree. From compared to like Andy Reid, you know. Yeah, I would say zero percent chance Urban Meyer coaches Jacksonville in five years. I agree. Just throw that out. There. Well, that's because of some medical condition that holds him back, and then he <laughs> retires, and then yeah. he comes back, and until then he retires he, until he gets offered the job at like Clemson or something. Until he dies. Oh, okay. no! Until he dies. Oh, wow. Right. He'll go to soccer before he goes. He stops. Does that make sense? He stops what? This cycle of retiring and then coming you back and so? retiring. Oh, yeah, okay. for sure. I All think right. he, I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk, I mean, this team obviously went 1-15. So, I think they're in the basement. They're at the floor. They only lost D.D. Westbrook, Keelan Cole, and Tyler Eifert. This team's not getting worse. They can only go up. Yeah, exactly. Can they stay the same? I guess, but not really. I mean, obviously, they got talent, and they're going to be better. But how much better? I think we're going to have to wait and see. Yeah. See really the talent of Trevor Lawrence. Could mm-hmm. he be a bust? Probably not. No chance. <laughs> but there's a chance. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else you want to say about the Jacksonville Jaguars? Free James Robinson. That's all. Yeah, trade him some. Free Gardner Minshew. Yes. The, trade 100%. him to the Colts. Trade him to the Cowboys. Trade him to somebody who needs a court. Trade him to the Vikings. He could start over Kirk Cousins and be much better. I mean, he could start over Trevor Lawrence, but yeah, well, they yeah. won't do it. Well, Urban Meyer has a, you know, exactly. has a crush on Trevor Lawrence. Long I'm hair. just saying. I'm just saying. No, no, I agree with you. I think Gardner Minshew is highly underrated. And when he does play, he is so good. <laughs> Am I being a little dramatic? No. <laughs> uh, he's really good. Uh, send him to the Bucks. He'll beat out Tom Brady. Send him to you know anywhere, and I think he'd be better. So free Gardner Minshew. Yep. Anything else you want to say? Uh, cut Tim Tebow. That's all. Uh, let's keep let's keep Tim Tebow. Nope, that's the last thing. If he played for the Chiefs, he started with Kelsey. But that's the last <laughs> thing I'll say. Last thing, last thing. Well, this has been another episode of What's the Play. Thanks for listening. We are going to continue our next episode with the AFC North. So listen out for that, and we'll see you next time. Bye.